good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to our podcast series. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. I'm Catalina Bonds. And I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. And this is Where? About everything. And absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing indeed. So we really do welcome our listeners. Thank you for joining us. And every week we go for 30 minutes. And if 30 minutes is coming up, I'll let you know. And we each week have a question. And I got to tell you, I cut you off earlier just before we recorded, Dr. Kerry. And I'm telling you, the question is, when is the right time? I was waiting. I was waiting just to interrupt you. And I went, well, this is perfect. When is the right time to interrupt Dr. Kerry? Because we, we've got to go. We've got to just launch into this. And the first thing that came up to me is it's not now. That's for sure. When is the right time? Well, just so the audience knows, the right time to interrupt me is always now. <laughs> I can go on <laughs> ever. And so I will never take offense. <laughs> the right time, you know, um, I was sharing with Catalina and Amy, Jean-Marie, how my husband and I just returned from like close to a month of travel. And he has the bug now. And he's like, where are we going next? And he just wants to take off. And he discovers something that there is never a right time to do the things that you really want to do or say the things that you really want to say. So you just have to take the leap. Are you back home now? Are you back in Arizona? I am. We've oh. been back and you and the audience, guys, we caught colds coming back from Argentina because it's winter time there. And as soon as we hit the Phoenix Valley, we were coughing. <laughs> so I was like, I'm back in my dirty hole. This is so great. Well, welcome back home to Arizona, United States of America. For those of you who don't know where Arizona is, because I I promise you, I did not know Arizona 30 years ago. I knew New York in America. New York was the only place in America. And then there were other places. And certainly Utah, I did not know where Utah was. Never heard of it and didn't know where it was. But really, when is the right time to travel? For, For those of you who are waiting to find out. And we did have a question several weeks ago is what are you waiting for? But when is the right time? For me, it's not now, it's later. I'm never prepared. I'm not prepared enough. Can we do it later? Can we wait a few more minutes? We have 24 hours a day and somehow I can't seem to keep up with those 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yesterday I had a day like that. I had to go pay my vendors for a rehab that we're doing, Dr. Carrie and I. Uh, you have to explain what a rehab for those. Oh, a rehabbing a house that we purchased uh, to make it an Airbnb. So we're fixing it up. And he said, I'll be there at this time. I said, okay, I'll be there too. And then we said afterwards, well, do you have time to look at tiles? Well, no, but I won't have time Saturday. I won't have time Sunday. I won't have time 4th of July. So yeah, now is the right time to go get that done. Yeah. I was supposed to leave for California by 11. I didn't leave till three. And I said, this is the right time. Everything's going to be out perfectly. And that's kind of what I have to do to make it the right time. It's like, okay, now is the perfect time. Like convince yourself. Yeah, make it. This is the exact right time I'm supposed to leave, even though I'm going to get here at two o'clock in the morning. It takes something to say now. Now, well, now I am a procrastinator. 
like everything oh. is <laughs> later, perfect. right? Like there's always time later in my life. So it's hilarious because I'm thinking about being a procrastinator, like, oh my gosh, I could do it now or I could do it later. And I love later. And I'm <laughs> and I'm teaching myself and like fighting with myself over doing things now. And it doesn't even matter like what now is. It could be a chore. It could be even something fun, something that I actually want to do. And I will still procrastinate and and say, do it later. Yeah. And so really trying to like tackle who I am and do things now, what I'm finding is when I wait and when I do it later or when it comes up to do it later, there's always something in the way. It never works out the way that I thought it should have, right? There's always a problem. If I'd handled it at first, or if I'd done it first, or if yeah. I left on the first plane rather than the last plane, or whatever it is, if I'd gone on that vacation at that time, the weather was perfect. But two weeks later, it's raining, you know, and it's just, it's hilarious because I'm really taking on doing things now. Yeah. But what's funny is, of course, my son now is a procrastinator. Like, <laughs> and so everything for him is later. And it makes me nuts. It makes hey, me absolutely let me nuts. Let me ask you, because I can relate so much to what you're saying. There has to be something that you are saying to yourself in that procrastination. Here's what I mean by that. So I will look at something online, ladies, that I want to purchase. And I'll go, that's kind of expensive. Yes. And, and it's telling me, like, this is the sale now. And then I go away and I'm like, okay, I really want it. And I go back and now the sale is off. It's off. And I would have missed the window, right? So there I can clearly see it's tied to some concern about money, you know, or something like that. And that's usually what it is because in my family, they say I still have the first dollar I ever earned. I don't know about that. I think <laughs> my family has it, right? Or at least my ex-husband does. But there's something that I hold back on or I hesitate because of, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if that price, maybe it'll go down. And I'm grappling with all of that, what could be to the point that I miss great opportunities. Well, and I even do it now, even now, you Dr. Know? Terry, there's some opportunity in this conversation and you can e e practically hear. Now, we know, yeah. ladies, we know that there is no such thing as a procrastinator. Somehow somebody made up that word and now we call somebody a procrastinator. Yeah. The guy that wrote the yes. book. Yeah. He made a bunch of money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, but even now you go, well, what is it that when is the right time? But then you have to, what is the right time for what? The only reason I came up with this question is my daughter called me last night and said, I don't want to have a car. Well, how are you going to now, especially in America, it's predominantly these gas guzzlers. Yeah. We do need a car because it takes her an hour by bus. It takes 10 minutes by car. But I'm not quite sure what is it that is when is the right time for her to buy a car? 
because right now there's inflation. All those people who should, in quote, bought a house, a car, too bad, too late. In America, we're celebrating July the 4th. And if you're not going to beat this, and you know retailers, it's now. Buy this now because the sale is on. But that's a sale. But when is the right time? Fill in the blank. So going back to what Dr. Carey said is, like, for me, what is the procrastination? Like, what is it that holds me back from making that decision to buy something, do something, go someplace? I don't even care what it is. I don't care if it's what time I leave the house to go somewhere. Somehow I still wait to the very last minute or 10 minutes past the last minute. And what I've come to is there is always something to do in my Mm -hmm. life. The moment that I wake up, if I had a hundred hours in the day, I could fill a hundred hours a day for an entire year of things to do and still never be caught up. And it's like the procrastination for me comes from the fact that I just need a break. Like, but I don't actually schedule like a break time of doing absolutely nothing. So I just make up times of doing absolutely nothing, surfing the internet, laying on the couch, watching TV, whatever it is. And rather than scheduling that in my day, because then again, of course, it's one more thing to do. Now I actually have to take a break. I do this time to give myself a mental break, but I end up making my life worse than I'm rushing or I'm stressed, but it's also how I've lived my life. So to me, it makes sense and feels normal. Because I saw the other side of it back in my previous life when I was an executive assistant that I always felt like I had to get this done before I left for the day. Everything had to be done. And yes, the most amazing boss who said that will be here tomorrow, put it aside and go home. And I was just like, what? <laughs> no, I have to get it done today. And it, for me, I was like, not, procrastination was not a thing. I'm like, I had to do it now. I had to do it now. I had to do, 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 do. But like you, I didn't make time to rest, to take a break. Well, it's like, I know that things are never going to get finished. I mean, I, I know that. Right. Right. I mean, we all know that. Right. We all know that the housework's never going to get done. As I soon just don't as want to acknowledge that. Right. right. And, and so yeah. I know that. But what's interesting is, is it's like I have this conception that at some point in time in my life, everything should be finished and I should be caught up. And then then and then <laughs> I can like go <laughs> do whatever me, it is. Let me tell you, I would just torment myself constantly about what's not finished. Right. And then one day I realized, okay, it doesn't need to be finished. It just needs to be done. Like, seriously, I I had to distinguish those two words in my mind. I'm done with this. I'm done for the day. This is it. And and it gave me a sense of something finite and then we'll pick it up again tomorrow. Right. But today it's done right where it is. Well, that's like a proclamation, especially with Carrie. Okay, at seven o'clock, I'm done, 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 done. done. But you have to be really conscious to say it's done. Because my husband would be like, are you coming to bed? And I'm like, no, because the more I would clean, 
the more I would see what needed to be clean. Right. And then it's never the right time to go to bed because you could be two o'clock in the morning and you could still be cleaning. Anna and Jean-Marie was like, or painted. I would get in the bed like we really need to paint. Yeah. It's one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) He's like, I have painted. I have painted an entire house. And the time I got round and I stepped back and I I thought, well, now I need to do the doors. Yeah. Now I need to do that. In England, they call it the skirting and we call it the trim here. But there is something about when is the right time. So like holding off. It may not be for me, but there are others who say, well, I'm waiting for the right decision. Like, is this the right moment? Should I? What about some people that like to propose? Is this the right time to propose? Let me wait another eight years, 10 years. Is this the right time? And we do question it. And and the question is, when is the right time? When do you question that? Because for me, it's never the right time when... I have to perform something or be in front of the room or like you said, Jean-Marie, the deeper, the deeper issues. I remember when I got married um, because I've been married three times. So the first time. Snap. Snap. Third time's a charm. And I remember the first time it was all about it, it had nothing to do with my timing, my preference nor his. It was because we were raised in a religious order that said, you're 21, get married. And then we were like siblings together, you know? And I remember he came home one day and he was like, I'm in love with somebody. I was like, really? I'm so happy for you. That's how dysfunctional this thing was. And then I got married the second time and it was the pendulum swinging. Like I had this window, I need to get married again. And this guy works. He checked off a lot of boxes, right? Well, that didn't work out or there wouldn't be a third one. Well, this is a different, that's a different question. Is this the right one? No, it was, it was like, I (laughs) knew where I'm going with it is, is that I knew it wasn't the right time, Mm. but I was in a race against time because I'm going to be 30. At 25, I thought that's old. So when I met my husband and he bought me a ring, I think, eight weeks after I met him. I'm like, are you nuts? And it was not the right time. He had children. I had children and they were still upset from divorces and things like that. And and I had learned at that point to look at my motives. That's where I'm going with that. I have a question. Major decisions. Why am I doing this? Is it because so I look good because it's convenient And not just in relationships, but in career moves. I've accepted positions before just because of the title and the salary, not because. So I have a question, Dr. Carey. So what, what you're referring to is it wasn't the right time. But if we're looking at the question, when is the right time? The question also might be, what is the right time based on? How, how are we learning? That's what this was what I was going to go with. Yeah. 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 You know, we have a saying here in America that you'll know when the time is right. How many people have said that to you? How many people have like you said it to you'll know when the time is right? Exactly. When we got married, there was nothing. I didn't have any. Yeah. But I wasn't walking down the aisle the third time. Like, 
what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Trying to come up with risk mitigation. And even this trip, when we took off, we were completely unprepared. At one point, we realized we needed to buy another suitcase and all we need to buy a coat. We just took off. And even that, it seemed random, but it was still the right time because there was nothing we were leaving behind that wasn't done or could okay, be so handled. That was actually opposite of what I was trying to say, but oh, it works for you. No, it's totally great. It's great. So, but what I'm saying is, is we say you'll know when the time is right. And it's like we think that we're supposed to either see a sign, like legitimately a sign that lights up or a door that magically opens or there's going, we're going to walk in the room and we're going to have this feeling in this house of like, oh, this is the one I've been waiting for, right? It's like we say, you'll know when the time is right. And we've tied it to some feeling that it's like, oh, now it's time. But I think we really don't get it. We really based don't understand. Nothing. Based that, on nothing. nothing. We don't know what that feeling is. And so we keep searching and we keep looking and we keep stepping over every single opportunity that stands in front of us. And then we look backwards behind us and we go, oh, I missed it. That yeah. was it back because, there. Oh, oh, if only I had invested then. Yes. If, oh, if only. Then we're left with that was the right time. And I yes. missed it. Yes. Stock market stocks. I mean, how much worse does it have to get? For you to actually put your money in. I mean, and then we'll we'll arbitrarily come up with some random number, but it never gets there, right? It never gets low enough. It might get be two dollars higher, but no, you're waiting till it hits five dollars rather than seven dollars. Yeah. But what actually are we talking about? Are we really talking about jobs? Are we really talking about is it time to have children now? Is it time? to get married? Is it time? Fill in the blank. Is that really what we're saying? For me, I know what's underneath everything I've said today is when is it time to choose me? That's what it comes down to. Choose me, what I want and how I want to live. And yeah, there are some considerations, you know, because clearly I've aired before because the motive was off. But now that I feel like that's straightened out, right? I want to just do it now. I just want to move. I want to live the life that makes me happy. And I want to live it now. Live it now. It's so mm -hmm. great for you to be so, with us today. So can I, I, can I just invite Catalina now that she's back, Amy, Catalina, to contribute to this conversation? Yes. Yeah. Thank well, you. when Amy was talking, I think I, I uh, disconnected because I was just getting so frustrated. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'll never make a decision because I won't know. And then I made a decision. They were wrong. And now I'm afraid to make wrong decisions. And I was getting a little discouraged. But I love what Dr. Carey said. Choose me. Choose me. Yep. And live life now. And that, that was my theme this year is to live life. Yeah. Yep. I remember thinking my mother was different from other moms. I was about eight years old and she was buttoning up my coat and putting my hat on to leave for school. I grew up in Michigan, severe winters. And 
my mother would walk us to the door and she would say, take a chance today. And I, even at eight years old, not I'm now, like, mom, not now. Right. I just, <laughs> we're just thinking like, who says that to their other moms were saying, be careful. My mother was saying, take a chance today. Right. And that's what I would say to the audience. We have to, at some point, looking, stop looking at everything that could happen. Right. And step out of life and take a chance. Amy, I, I'm going to come back to you, but I, I did want to mention when is the right time you get to say it's not based on anything other than we can create the right time. And I have to remind myself now is now it's oh, now. Oh, I can live my life now. I, I had been waiting for at least 20, 30 years. At some point at 30, there was someone I was listening to and they said, if if you're waiting for it to start, because I kept looking at my watch thinking, when is this lecture series going to actually start? Because it, it was going, it, people were talking and hands were going up. And it was about 45 minutes in and I kept thinking, well, when is this going to start? When is this going to start? And then the woman said, if you're looking to see when it starts, it already started 45 minutes ago. And then that's when I thought, oh, I had been waiting for the right time for my life to begin. When in actual fact, it began the day I was born. Yes. Amen. And so often I forget that every single day, every moment. When I wake up in the morning when that alarm goes off, I, I'm not, no, this is not the right time. I got to like move my clock another 15 minutes. Right now is not it. Amy, over to you. I know you had something so, to say. You know, as moms, we all are moms and we have dual roles in life. We're all business women, but we're all moms. And growing up for me in my household, it was always about work. It was never really about the family first. It was always about work. So when I had children, I said, I'm going to do the children and then I'll have a career once they're raised. I worked, but I didn't work at the level that maybe everyone else around me did because being a mom was important to me and being there for the kids. And I didn't feel like I could fully commit to both. Now, what's interesting is I've got one year left with my daughter and I can look back and I can see all the opportunities that came my way business-wise that I passed on because of what I had said about being a mom and being kids. And what I keep saying is one more year, one more year, and then I can go have a career mm -hmm. one more year. And then I can uh -huh. work the next 20 years, yeah. one more year. I have one more year. And it's interesting because we say these things to ourselves like they're the gospel truth. Like right. I actually can't do both, right? Like I felt that I couldn't do both or it was going to take away from the time with my kids. And I just keep hearing myself say one more year. I have one uh, more year. You know and what, Amy, the thing that's fascinating about that, I said the exact same thing. I left. Disney, 
to be at home with my children because I felt that way that my mom wasn't as available, okay, mm-hmm. as I would have liked for her to have been growing up. And then my kids got older and and one day I overheard them talking and they were like, well, you know, mom's real clingy. <laughs> what? I was trying to be here for you, right? And so giving- I have children- been holding off for 20 years and you're now going to tell me I'm clingy. I'm clingy. <laughs> and so yes. I, I, I'm like, I guess that's what happens when you give your children the mother of your dreams. Right. <laughs> like right? you still don't get it right. No, exactly. Which plays no. into when's the right time? How, how and, do and, we know? And, yeah. So Dr. Carrie, Catalina and Amy. So when is the right time? So for you, for right now is a couple of minutes left. When is the right time? Fill in the blank. When for me, is the, the right, right time? time is always now. Yeah. Right and now. Is any of us holding off and waiting for something? For me, it, it's never been the right time to go to Sri Lanka. And now I'm going to Sri Lanka mm-hmm. in September. And I got to wow. tell you, it's very uh, disconcerting to see there's no gas or petrol is what they call it over there. Uh, for a week, they haven't had petrol or gas. And so I am wondering now, are they going to call my trip off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the intention, so the intention is now, the intention is I'm going to fulfill on my life dream, which is to see elephants in Sri Lanka. So over to you, Catalina and Amy. And Oh, my gosh, my mom. I keep putting off seeing my mom. And I feel so bad because I tell her I'm coming and then I don't. So yesterday, even though I left at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I said I told her I was coming to see her. My car is not running right, but I'm going anyway. Said I, because I told her I would. So yeah. now. Okay, great. And Amy, we're going to cut you off. We've got to go. When is the right time? Not for you right now. <laughs> I fulfilled in your dream to procrastinate. So thank you for joining us. My name Save is Jean- later. <laughs> Another time. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirla. I'm Catalina Fawn. I'm Amy Sullivan Ryan. And we will thank you for joining us and we will see you next time.